WWTI students would like to remind you that this show is not for the faint of heart, easily offended, or bitchy as bitches. If you have a stick up your ass, listen to something else. But if you're messed up in the head like the rest of us, enjoy the show. Welcome to the We Won the Internet podcast, pre-recorded in a doomsday bunker somewhere in the Pacific Northwest. We strive to half-assedly bring you weird news, scary stories, and anything we find interesting on the web. So please welcome your hosts, Logan Marks and Sam Baxter. Hello everyone, hope you're all doing well. It's February 11th, 2021, and you're deep in the bunker with your two favorite idiots. How's it going, Sam? It's not going bad, man. It's cold as fuck outside, but it's okay. How you been? I'm cold as fuck as well. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only cold to be, huh? As fuck. <laughs> yeah, man. It's It's been so cold that at work people are like buying wood pellets. Like oh, really? <laughs> Just, yeah, by the, by the truckload. It was kind of funny. Um, <laughs> what happened? So like this old guy comes up to me because he had bought some wood pellets and he was like, I need to, I need these uh put my truck and he had maybe like ten of them and I was like, all right, mm. so go ahead and back up your your truck. He's like, all right. So he goes and he turns around and he whistles at this truck over there and there's an old lady sitting in the truck <laughs> and he's he's like, hey, come on in, we're gonna load them up. So she's like, all right. So, so she goes and she try she's like in the parking lot. She tries to back into the the loading bay that okay. we have. And it's like wide open. There's no, <laughs> you'd have to be like blind to hit okay. something. You know? Wide open, nothing so she, there. Yeah, so she, yeah, she's trying to pull. She pulls it. She tries to get into the the driving bay. She drives over here, but she's like, there's a couple cars in here, but they're like not even closer. <laughs> and and every, I don't know how she even made it to the store because like every she's trying to back into the thing, but, but she kept like swaying all over the place for, to get away from out of these cars' mm-hmm. way. Which weren't even near her to begin with, so, <laughs> so it's like taking like fifteen minutes to like ease on all the oh, way back. Oh god, and, that's the worst. Yeah, so you're yeah, so we're sitting there. She's like, yeah, and then she's she'd stop and then she'd go forward a little bit and then move back and then trying to straighten out. And it's like we're just sitting there like, what the fuck? <laughs> and he's and he's just sitting there like, that dumb bitch yeah. can't drive. I don't, I don't know. I was, I was I'm the whole thing. I was like, why are you making? Yeah, yeah. Why thing? aren't you doing this dipshit? Yeah, but he's just as old as she oh, is. Okay. You know? I, mean, I don't know. Maybe you can't see. Yeah. So, so, so we're both standing there, and I'm, I'm a little further back than he is, and he, and he's like in front of me and to my left a little, maybe about five feet, and she's backing up right, and then like he's like we're like come on back, come on back, so we can load him up, and then she's going like super slow, and then she'll stop, and then she goes real fast and stops, and he's like he's like telling us like oh this fucking bitch can't drive, he's still complaining about it the yeah. whole time, and she's close enough to him. And he's just standing there, and all of a sudden she like halts ass back. Just, just floors it, and he's yeah, just kind of floors it a little bit, real fast. And he and the old man's like, "Fuck!" He like jumps up. <laughs> oh my god! He jumps up and grabs onto the. <laughs> he grabs, he grabs, he grabs onto the truck, like holding on for his life, and he's like pulling back. And I'm like, "Oh shit!" And she slowed down, right? And and then, but she's still coming back. She's just going slow, and he's like holding onto the truck, like. And he screamed, "Yeah, dumb bitch! You're, you're killing me! You're, you're killing, killing me!" And I'm like, I'm just, wa- I'm just watching. I'm dying in front of your eyes. Because at, <laughs> at that point, I'm just watching. Yeah, them, right? like, and you know, there's just, no real um, danger, so you're just watching and laughing. <laughs> She's, I mean, she hit him, but she didn't hit him that hard. Yeah. It was like, it was like, but it was hard enough to know she shouldn't have like she should realize she yeah, hit him. I gotcha. But she doesn't see it, and she doesn't hear him either because he's like screaming at the top of his lungs. <laughs> How she's like, he's like, he's dying. Well, did, you have, did she have the radio on? Like, or something? She, <laughs> I don't know. No, because she, I don't know. Because she's like, didn't even pay attention because she's still she's backing still up, going, right? Like, she's watching. I think she's focused on me because I was like waving yeah, her in. You're like, come on. You're just like, keep and coming, so, keep coming. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he's already yeah, in. So he's in. like, hold on. Yeah. <laughs> and he's just holding on to the truck, like trying to, like, like is this dear life? Like, yeah. Oh. <laughs> I'm dying. Then, I'm dying. <laughs> <laughs> you're killing me, you dumb bitches. Oh, man. It was so funny. <laughs> Finally loaded up, and he was all, he was all like, he's all telling me about how how dumb she is. It's <laughs> <laughs> all bad. That's my wife. I love her. She's dumber than a box of rocks. He's like, uh, <laughs> and the uh, the whole time I'm thinking, that why are you making her drive? Yeah, I don't. I would have said something like, why don't you drive, guy? <laughs> I don't ask questions. Yeah, I know. Anymore, yeah, right? you People just let it fucking go. <laughs> People are just yeah, dumb. Yeah, there's no point. Cause then you got to hear the whole life story, and you don't need that. 
Yeah, and I hate hearing people. I hate when people come in and tell me their fucking life stories. Do they just, do that a lot? I just because all here's. Yeah, everybody does. They come in for a fucking screw, and they're like, they want to tell me like the whole project, everything they're doing, and <laughs> how they got, how they fucking got to the store. And I'm just sitting there like, all here's wow, wow, wow. I was like, I don't care. They're like, they're like, you look like you need somebody to listen to me. <laughs> you want to listen to somebody, <laughs> don't you, sir? And you're like, fuck. <laughs> well, I got a story for you. You know, it's like, oh man, you care about my plight. Oh yeah. man, that would suck. I, I don't know if I can handle that. <laughs> I would I would just like walk away. <laughs> I mean, working in the grocery store, sometimes I just walk away. Like fuck, I don't give a fuck. You're like you're done. I'm not gonna pay attention. Yeah. Man, that's well. I mean, I didn't I didn't have anything as as cool as you going on. I just I watched the movie 1917. Have you heard of that one? Is that that old uh, yeah, World War One movie? Movie. The... Yeah, the one the World War One movie. It was it was a good movie. I I'd been wanting to watch it. It came out like last year in January, so it's been about a year old before COVID really hit. And I wanted to see it in the theater, but I never got mm-hmm. a chance to. And it's it's on Showtime right now, so I finally watched it. It was it was really good. It was it was kind of it was really well done. Um, a lot of the scenes, you know, it looked really it looked really like I don't know how to say it, like kind of polished. Like everything looked really clean and everything just kind of like streamlined, you know, from beginning to end. It was really mm-hmm. well done, I have to say, but the only thing that kind of irritated me, there was kind of some coincidences in there that were kind of annoying. Like, like, mm-hmm. <clears throat> like, like the Germans were basically like had pulled off, pulled away from their lines and they were making the English think that they had retreated. So then the English could attack and they were supposed to, they're like, yeah, we can all go in full in, but they were waiting for them, right? There was basically a trap. So some of the, you know, the British found out and that's, that's what the movie is, is the the two guys are supposed to make their way so many miles to to this other to the camp that was going to go attack because that they were basically going to a trap so it's two of them that went i'm not sure why they only mm. sent two because if two didn't make it man that would those all those guys would have died so i don't know why they wouldn't have sent like you know a team or teams you know to yeah. <clears throat> so but there were certain things that were just kind of kind of weird like you know like the germans basically took everything like that they had from their lines and they bailed like they left no food they left traps right they were going through like a bunker or in underground yeah. and you know the germans were very good innovators and they made a lot of things that were really well done and they was like they were watching like a rat you know those rats in there and stuff and the rat you see the rat like with like a bag and it's moving around with it and all of a sudden it hits a tripwire they see a tripwire and the rat happens to just hit it and then it caves in you know, that's pretty mm-hmm. shitty, but, you know, the guy, all he does is he's just kind of full of dirt, you know, but he doesn't, like, you feel like, if you feel like the whole, and the whole thing caved in, but yet they got out, you know, one of them, really nothing, yeah. the other one was just kind of, like, bur- he was buried under the rubble, but it was just, you know, kind of surface, so he was full of dirt, okay, whatever, you know, like, there's another part where they're watching these planes crash, and get shot down, and when it does, uh, for some reason, the guy, you know, it lands, like, right there by them. And so they help the guy out, right? The plane's on fire. So then they help the guy out. It's a German guy. And of course, you know, they're like, mm. the, the guy's like, one of the two is like, yeah, just let him go. Let him go. You know, and then they're like, no, you know, we like basically we need to help. For some reason, it's a war and these guys are trying to kill us, but let's help him out. And then so the guy in the plane, knowing that they're natural enemies, pulls out his knife and just stabs him and basically and kills him. It's like, <laughs> like what the fuck, man? Like, like I, I don't think you should be in a it's war like, hey, if you're going to be have that type of empathy for... I mean, I, I get that people have empathy, but it just kind of like so, certain things like that just kind of like, eh, fuck, like just kind of irritating, like, you know? They, like they had a they had like a real mission that would save a lot of people, but they stopped to save. Like, yeah, it's just you know, something like that. Like 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 he ends up finding like they, like I said, the Germans took everything that they had, but they left like a cow, one cow in the field, and by the cow was milk that wasn't spoiled, so he took the milk. And later, when he's being chased, mm-hmm. he he makes his way into like a building, like under like hiding from these Germans that are, like, 20 yards away from him that couldn't hit him. Like, they couldn't shoot him. And he, he sneaks, in, like, into, a, like, a downstairs of a building, and there's a woman down there with the baby, and if the baby needs milk, oh, I got milk, here you go. You know, was, some of that was kind of, like I said, I know I'm just being pretty anal. Like I said, the movie was, was good, <laughs> but certain things like that were just kind of, like, yeah. really, really coincidental. And and mm. it's like, ah, you know, like, I... Like I said, I, I liked it overall. Just certain things like that were just kind of like dumb. Where it's just like, you know, you know, you shouldn't be doing this, or you know, the way this has happened was like, pfft, like kind of kind of bullshit. And 
yeah. some coincidences like that are too random, that are too perfect. To me, mm. I, this is my own personal opinion, not to everyone else, but to me, it just kind of it kind of like takes away from the movie. And that's, it annoys, yeah, it gets annoying. Yeah, like it's it's just too perfect, you know. Everywhere he lands, like yeah, you know, he's yeah. jumping away. He lands on a waterfall and ends up landing by the platoon he needed to be with, that he needed to find, and <laughs> oh, like everything's like, oh, amazing. But but yeah. but again, like I said, he he had to make a long trek. You know, there's lots of places he had to go. But I'm just saying, some of the things were just like that were just kind of like those only little certain things kind of like took away from it. Again, otherwise it was it was really well done. It looked really well, but a lot a lot of people really like. If you look at some of the reviews, they're like, "Man, it's the best movie ever," and this this needs to be the Academy mm-hmm. Award winner. And I, didn't it win a couple awards last year? I, I, I mean, I don't know. I, I I mean, this past year with COVID, I haven't really been really watching anything. I'm not sure if it did. I can look. Oh yeah, I won three Oscars. So again, beautifully well shot. You know, things like that were really well done. Just, again, I know I'm nitpicking because I'm an asshole. I'll admit it. I'll just tell you guys right here. So, you, nobody has to listen to me, but you better listen to me. You should watch it because it is pretty good. <laughs> Fuck you all. All right. So, you liked it, but just, there's just, yeah, it was, there's just a few quirks that were just kind of like, eh. Okay. I'd, I'd, have, I'd have to watch it. It, it, it seemed like it was being it, good. It movie, is. I just say I just, not really. Not, I I did find it that interesting enough to go yeah. watch, but you know when all, I I don't really like to watch the movies that get a lot of awards because it's usually like watching it and it's always sure. boring, especially when they, when they win Oscars mm-hmm. and stuff. It always I'm always like man I don't yeah know like why did this movie this. win? Yeah, especially when it gets a lot and you're just like, uh, it's probably it's probably really boring. Yeah, you, you, you know I know. There's certain movies that have won. I'm just like I still won't watch like The Piano. Remember that one won a bunch of awards and. Yeah, I remember watching I didn't that watch one. It, it was okay. It looked, it looked like, to me, it looked yeah. boring. Like, yeah, it was, it was a little boring. <laughs> like, I admit it. I didn't watch. I wasn't really excited about it. I watched. it. I was like, yeah, it was yeah, okay. Yeah. Give me something fucking. All, all give the, me something like really good and like really juicy and meaty, like you know, Pluto Nash or. You know. There you go. <laughs> now that's that is a movie yeah. that you can watch. You can watch <laughs> or, or, or Battlefield Earth. Give me one of those movies, man. Those yeah, those yeah. should be winning Oscars. No. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Those are the movies I want to see in the theater. They can have my money. I'll go twice. <laughs> Many will spend yep. well. So I well, I was like kind of bored, so I was like sitting around. I watched the. Uh, I saw on on uh, HBO. They had a, they had like a document because I, I love documentaries, mm-hmm. and they had a documentary called "The Lady in the Dale," and I kind of vaguely remember. Because this came around like it was like in 1975, so I was born okay. at that time. So I didn't, re- I, I, and I remember later on kind of hearing about this, but uh, this it's about this uh, this lady Elizabeth Carmichael, mm-hmm. and she she starts this uh, she, she had got these plans or she had bought some rights to this three wheeled vehicle mm-hmm. called the Dale, and. She had started a car company, and she was like going to compete against you know, Chevrolet, Jim, you know, um, Ford, them, because at the time like, uh, gas prices were really high, and there was like gas shortages, mm-hmm. and the selling point on this car was supposed to be that it got like seventy miles to the gallon. Okay. And at the time, that's pretty good. At the time, like people were like, yeah, it was that's amazing because yeah. at the time, um, you know. Cars were getting probably like ten to twelve. Yeah, gas guzzlers. You know, at that time, you know, seventies yeah, cars were just cars, gas heavy engines. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so like this was like uh, people people were pretty excited about it. Um, but the the documentary goes over the life of uh, Elizabeth, and and it's and it's really interesting because the first the first ep- there's like three episodes. The first episode kind of goes over who she was, mm-hmm. and she was basically. Uh, well, first off, when she growing up, she was a man. She was she grew up as a, as oh, a, as a really? male child. Yeah, and um, tricky, tricky. Yeah, so he he or she was uh, grew up, and as she got old, as he or he he she he she whatever they call mm-hmm. them called, uh, got older, she became more of a uh, of a con artist. And she got into like you know, kind of getting into pyramid schemes, oh, and you know, just trying to trick people into doing, selling things to people. And she got to the point where she was uh, actually uh, 
counterfeiting money. Oh, damn. And so at at and at that time, at that point she was a she she pretty much uh was in a lot of shit, a lot of a lot of trouble. So she was constantly moving. And at that time, you know, when she was a he, she was she he was married mm-hmm. and had a couple kids. So and the kids were interviewed and they and they'll, they'll talk about what they moving from one place to another like constantly. They never, you know, like every 3 months or every month the thing was like it was cheaper to find a new place to live than actually pay rent. Damn. <laughs> so yeah, so it was pretty interesting the way uh, the way he grew up mm-hmm. and how he got to where he was. And uh, usually he didn't trend. And then they talk about his transition was kind of interesting because like she was that common back then. Wait, do wait, you think? How, did they say? No, it was like she was basically it was it was something that didn't happen very often. Okay. Well, it, it did, but it wasn't really, you know, there was no support for gotcha. them. If you did it, it was it was something that it was it was not out of the ordinary. Okay. Um, but she learned to transition by herself, and this is before, like now when they do it, I guess they they have like you know you have voice coaches, you have you have to go through like, like the whole a support psych- system, psychiatrist. And stuff, right? Yeah, but she was she he he she did this on her own, oh. and and it was like in her fifties when she did this. Um. Which was real weird because a lot of people say that she did this because she was wanted by the law and she was so <laughs> she was so in in trouble that she did this to, to avoid getting caught. <laughs> really? But yeah, so that's you know that's what people say. But yeah, the kids that grew up with her, they knew that she she was changing because she she felt that she was a woman. Okay. Elizabeth basically told her kids like, "Hey, how would you guys like to have another mom?" And the moms were like, "Yeah, great, that'd be awesome. How'd you, how'd you like it if I was a mom?" <laughs> And they're like, yeah, that'd be awesome. And so she just started changing, like right, right there, you know, like she'd start wearing the clothes and everything, and the kids were all cool with it because they loved him. And and it's weird because they they had her, they had the kids call her mom, and then the mother we would call like aunt, like auntie, really? whatever. Just you know? referred to as aunt. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so so when she goes and starts this car company, it goes the the other the later episodes go into the 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 details of the car company and she was pretty much like a, a really good uh she's a seller of things you know she she'd get people on board mm-hmm. and do stuff and she basically manipulated a lot of people got this this because the car was it was it she had the idea for the car but it was never really built they had this uh like the show the floor show okay models, but they never really had a working vehicle <laughs> what? that actually yeah so like all these people were getting behind it because every you know seventy miles to the gallon people were like oh yeah, my god that's, that's amazing the best. so people were like it's just yeah, another scam was, wanted this yeah everybody and it turned out she was just scamming everybody but yeah it was pretty interesting like the the episodes were like a, a like an hour long for each one but yeah it was like there's a lot of crazy details and there's like mafia involved in some of it and there's a there's a murder really <laughs> it's, it's a crazy yeah it's a crazy you got you got to watch it cuz it's like there's a lot going on it makes me think of remember that woman that was uh doing that company that did a dark deep voice and remember she was like oh, saying yeah, that she could yeah, yeah. check like your blood levels with not with just you know yeah it's kind of the yeah, same thing yeah that's what it sounds like she yeah she was a she was the first one to do it yeah wow <laughs> so entrepreneur fucking entrepreneur huh <laughs> fucking yeah making that yeah, money making geez. that cash that's that's crazy I I was kind of thinking about watching it but to me it looked kind of boring but uh, yeah I didn't think it'd be that great I was just kind of interested because I remember growing up hearing about that mm-hmm. car and I was like whatever happened to it you know that's why I kind of watched it I didn't even realize that it was a she was a trans transsexual I I didn't know until like until like halfway through it and I was like what yeah mind blown I yeah cuz I just remember seeing the pictures I'm thinking like she's pretty manly yeah it's <laughs> <laughs> a little too masculine for me <laughs> yeah I don't think I'd hit that <laughs> <laughs> No, she'd come hit you. I know. Buddy. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. At first, you didn't know that. You think it was just a woman, but fuck. Yeah, I thought it was a woman. I didn't know it was a guy. Yeah, I mean, there. from the commercials, I just I thought it was a woman. Yeah, yeah. So it was worth watching then. You were shocked. Just, yeah, I thought it was pretty. I thought it was pretty entertaining. Right. It was pretty, uh, hmm. pretty cool. All right, so we're gonna take a break. Uh, when we come back. We'll do shit on the internet. See you guys in a little bit.
This week's sponsor is Love Corp, helping you love. Are you being forced to buy unnecessary crap for Valentine's Day so you don't have to die alone? If so, Love Corp can help. Give your partner an assortment of gross, out-of-date candy, cheap plastic garbage, or used stuffed animals with cutesy, affectionate BS plastered all over them. I mean, come on, who really buys those candy hearts? It's all sugar and chalk, and I'm pretty sure there's sawdust in them too. Well, anyway, Love Corp's selling that stuff at large discount prices. Because, uh, let's face it, we're all going to buy the large bags of chocolate and eat them alone in our dirty sweatpants while we cry ourselves asleep watching Golden Girl reruns. You'll be better off buying eggs and toilet paper. Wh- what, Sam? I-, I don't care if we get paid for this ad now. Well, I... Well, I say up yours to Love Corp, and you too, Valentine's Day, you can fuck off. Where's my bag of chocolate? Yeah. Alright, thanks everyone for coming back for showing the internet. Got this first story here. Got a couple short stories, but the first one here is this one. <laughs> um, just in case anybody thought or heard about this week, Chucky is not on the loose. Remember Chucky from Child's Play? Yeah. Okay, so <laughs> Texas Department of Public Safety has apologized after mistakenly issuing an Amber Alert that said that the killer doll featured in the 1988 horror m- film Child's Play was a suspect in a kidnapping of this of a five-year-old son, Glenn Ray, <laughs> yeah, who was featured in Seed of Chucky. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the emergency alert described Chucky as a three-foot, one-inch tall, which is 0.9 meters, Doll wearing blue denim overalls with multicolored striped long sleeve shirt wielding a huge kitchen knife. <laughs> this, oh, that's Chucky. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Sounds just like yep. The alert was mistakenly sent out three times last week to Amber Alert subscribers. <laughs> they just said it was a test <laughs> malfunction. <laughs> oh, shit. You see that Amber Alert? You see that there? I didn't get it. Was there yeah, one? Because I, 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 my phone's set up to get Amber Alerts, or is it only just like within the area? It's right? in the area. I, I, I actually sent you the. It's in the um, in the file I sent you. You can see it. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. Chucky, Chucky was on the Amber Alert. Watch out, Chucky! Chucky will and, come get you. <laughs> yeah, you know I used to like Child's Play. I thought the movie was good, but you know back in '88, I haven't uh, seen it since. I don't know if I want to. Have you watched it again? I I. I haven't watched them. I I remember watching them as a kid. I I really didn't care for yeah. them. They weren't like my favorite movies. Uh, I tried watching. There was like one that came out just like, maybe a year or two yeah, ago. How was that? It was like the. It wasn't that good. Yeah, I can imagine that. Yeah, I wasn't really excited about it. I, um, I remember liking it when I was a kid, but I, I, I'm just gonna leave it there. You know, it's one of those movies where <laughs> you're not gonna, yeah. Except if I watch it, if I watch it now, I know I'm gonna be you know bored or it's gonna be you know too stupid, and I, I I'll just leave the memory as yeah, being good. Disappointed. Yeah, keep that yeah. memory. <laughs> well, that's weird that they kept issuing that out. I know. <laughs> Can you imagine that? Like, if I got that, I would've been laughing. Like, holy shit! Like, this is crazy. <laughs> Like I think, it, I I think it would be like like is there a new movie coming out? You know, I'd be like it's maybe. I know uh, <laughs> that's what I would. Think. That's like they're advertising for it. Well, weren't they saying like like in that last month of Trump's presidency? Weren't they saying that like he was going to try and use an Amber Alerts to get his messages out? Do you remember hearing about that? <laughs> what? I didn't yeah, that. because remember he was getting banned from Twitter and everything, and it, it you know after that, after the uh, the White House you know rush. And so he was getting banned from everywhere, and so people were so then people were thinking like he was going to use the like emergency broadcast system to get his messages out. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, that's crazy! You guys, story here: Um, an anti-vaxxer who destroyed several vials of the Moderna vaccine also believed that the Earth was flat and the sky is fake. (sighs) So Stephen Brandenburg was recently arrested in Wisconsin after he deliberately destroyed fifty-seven vials of the Moderna vaccine. Jeez. Oh, the Moderna vaccine, citing that the pandemic was a hoax. The vials contained at least 570 vaccine doses. Oh, what a dumb Wow. So Brandenburg destroyed them by intentionally removing from the fridge at the facility he worked at, as he knew that the, the temperatures would end up spoiling the vaccine and making them uh, unable to be administered. Jeez. Upon his arrest, he told officers that the vaccine was microchipped. <laughs> And will turn off people's birth controls and make others infertile. <laughs> Which is, that doesn't make any it's sense. It's the stuff, remember, I was talking about the um, Bill Gates conspiracy? It's like that. Yeah, yeah. But I don't see how it would, like, turning off people's birth controls, but then make other people infertile. That's, kind That's of what I'm saying. Like, they're just, they're just believing that anything, whatever can happen with a microchip is, that's it. 
It's it's possible. So they interviewed one of uh one of his colleagues, Sarah Sticker, and and in the interview, Sticker said that Brandenburg was a flat earther who believe who doesn't believe that the sky is real, and. In the words of Stickler, Brandenburg uh, thinks that the sky is a shield put up by the government to prevent individuals from seeing God. <laughs> oh, man. <So. laughs> the government doesn't want people to see God, huh? Because he's going to be right. I guess it's magic, like this big old fucking head up there. It's like, hey, yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> What's everybody doing? I know. How come I can't see you guys? <laughs> hey, I see you masturbating yeah, down there. You're going to hell. Yeah, he's saying that to me all the time, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> every day, every day yeah. see that. <laughs> <laughs> so Brian's ex-wife Gretchen has backed up Stickler's uh, statement saying well uh, well, talking to several media outlets she claimed that he stores bulk food and guns in a, in a number of different locations believing the government was planning to attack the electrical uh, grid computer networks mm. she said that he was so terrified that she and her or that she she said that she was so terrified that she and her children have left town. Oh wow! So Brandenburg confesses to two counts of attempting to tamper with consumer products with reckless regard or reckless disregard. He's in deep shit. Faces ten years. Jeez, of man, that's even his wife and family scared of him. I remember like back when Obama, like when he won presidency in '08, and I I used to have a you know a guy that I knew, and he was like big into guns, which is fine. I like guns too. But I remember he had a huge arsenal, and he's like, yeah. He's like, come out to my place and check it out. And first of all, I was like, well, you live way out in Redneck area. I don't know if I want to go there. He's like, no, it's okay. You're with me. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so I went and checked it out. You know, just get, they, just just show him this, this Yeah, part. I know. I know. Like, I know. Pass. That gives him. Just, just say you're my slave. It's okay. No. <laughs> so, so, <laughs> so, so, you know, I went up there. We were checking. You know, he's got all his guns, and we're shooting him and stuff. He, he bought property, and he had, like, an acre land, and. It was kind of, you know, like at an elevation. And, you know, it was nice. Like, yeah, he goes, when Obama and the government come take our guns, you know, I'm going to be right here. I'm just going to be shooting them as they're coming up my hill. I'm just going to be picking them off. My girlfriend here will just be reloading for me and I'll just fucking take out the whole army. I was like, yeah. That was his whole thing. I, he was just going to pick off all the army, you know. <laughs> I remember when when Obama became president, they they actually sold more guns. They did, because everyone was afraid yeah, that and they were going to lose like them. A shortage. Yeah, and there was a shortage on uh, mm-hmm. ammo because people were people were stockpiling mm-hmm. it. Yeah, I, I remember. I remember all that. And 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 nobody lost their guns, <laughs> and nobody lost their ammo. The only problem you had is people were <laughs> stockpiling them so much that you couldn't get them. You know, I still <laughs> I still talk to some old acquaintances that still have that feeling, like when. As Trump was president, like, no problem. But now that, that Biden's president, you know, we're going to lose our guns. I'm like, fuck, man, you said this in 08. They do that. You said this in 2012. all the time. Yeah, I know. <clears throat> I try to tell people at work, I, I go, know, it's never... not going to happen. They're not going to take away any guns. It's, it's, it's not going to happen around here. And, and they're just it's so never, worried. It's never happened. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, I'm an advocate for guns. I mean, that I, I have no problem saying that. Yeah, I... I love yeah. guns, but I don't think anyone's going to take them I don't away from me. So. It, never, it never proved the fa- the fact that it it never happened. No, I don't. I don't think so. That that's just. I mean, <clears throat> we can always be wrong, right? But it just, you know, I I, I just don't. I just doesn't seem like it's it's something that's going to happen. Well, that guy's in trouble. So got to be better than this next person here. A West Virginia woman who tried to fake her death to avoid being sentenced for healthcare fraud has received an additional year in prison. So so. <laughs> So Julian mm-hmm. Wheeler of Beaver was sentenced Wednesday in federal court in Charleston for conspiring to obstruct justice. Prosecutors said Wheeler admitted to conspiring with her husband to keep her out of prison. Rodney Wheeler told authorities mm-hmm. on May 31st that she had fallen from an overlook at the New, New River Gorge, prompting a massive search. State police found Julie Wheeler two days later hiding in a closet at her home. She was sentenced in, in June to 42 months in prison for health care fraud related to overbilling. A judge Wednesday ordered her two sentences to be served consecutively. Rodney Wheeler pleaded guilty last month to cons- conspiracy to obstruct justice and faces up to five years in prison. His sentencing is set for April 5th. So this dumb bitch wanted to avoid it. Trouble. She got it and she got more on top of it. And now her dumb fuck husband got five. He's going to probably get you know, five years in jail just because this one lady overbilled and of course didn't want to, you know, pay the consequences 
So now, not only her gonna get more time, her husband's in trouble too. <laughs> what do you think they're like gonna look for like for a date and then just like yeah, stop. just give up completely. <laughs> ah, she's gone. <laughs> well, I know she had to go to yeah. prison, and uh, I haven't found her today, yeah. so uh, so she's off the hook. Let's move on to yeah, something she's else. Off the hook. She's okay. <laughs> maybe we'll give the widow the widower the guy maybe we'll give him some money just so he'll be okay too oh man yeah, stupid people right uh stupid people i got someone's really okay. stupid now this is kind of sad but it's this was eventually i knew i knew this eventually was going to happen with all the stupid youtube okay. shit so uh a 20 year old man was shot and killed in nashville tennessee as what the police say was a youtube video shoot gone wrong so timothy wilkes was shot by a twenty by a twenty three year old David Sterner Jr., who is claiming self defense. So Wilkes and some friends were apparently trying to pull a prank on strangers in the hopes of making a viral video. The shoot reportedly took place in a parking lot of Urban Air, a trampoline adventure park in a strip mall in Nashville Hermanton neighborhood. There, police say that Wilkes and the friend approached a group of people, both of them wielding butcher knives. Starnes was among those people and not realizing that Wilkes was filming a prank, shot him. Oh. They went up to him with like butcher knife trying to scare them like, as a prank uh-huh. and the dude, dude had a gun on oh, him. Oh, and, and he just, and he you, just you're blasted gonna, him? Yeah. So he, he killed the guy. He killed the guy with a real weapon when they were just trying to fuck shot around. Him. Yeah. Oh, shit. Uh, trying to make a video and these idiots, the idiots fucking got, got themselves shot. <laughs> oh, man. Well, that's fucked up. So, I mean, it's kind of sad, but I'm like, really? What What the fuck are you doing? That's why I always hated those videos on YouTube. Oh, where people were trying ridic- to get, you know, rise out of others and stuff? Yeah, or like you know, the ones where the, the guys go would go in the middle of a park with a bag and, and dress all like Arabs and stuff and act like they're going to Oh, I bomb. gotcha, gotcha. Or you know, just just don't like dumb sh- or like when they fake a robbery and they come out running from the the bank and like, you know, I, I always thought that was such. Why are you doing that? That's so stupid. You know, I I, I agree with you. Um, you know, especially when people you know they they do these or it's always all these couples and they're trying to do like pranks on each other. And I I don't know. I guess I guess you'd have to say that they you know they had they started something you know five eight years ago ten years ago, but now yeah. it's totally flooded. You know, everyone's doing the same type of prank. You know. Finding finding panties, you know my go my wife finding panties in my car prank, you know or you know you know things like that, right? Yeah. <clears throat> those are it's so many of those, you know. Another girl calling my phone, and 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 you always wonder like how many some of these got to be bullshit, right? Because nobody would. I think they're yeah. All that's bullshit. what I'm saying. <laughs> well, but not these guys. I mean, it sounds like these guys are really trying to get a real rise, you know. Well, I mean, they were they got a rise, but they, it was all going to be. I don't know it was like I see what you're saying. It wasn't like exactly, right? yeah. But a lot but of the problem is it, the guy was ready I mean, for a lot it. Of He's them, like, "You ain't fucking taking me." He's like, "Yeah, a lot of them are." And that's why even the staged ones I think are dumb because there's people that believe that they actually happen. So when they go out and try to make their own video, shit like this happens. So, so I I know I know that I know what you're saying. I totally agree with you on everything. There's there's a show and <laughs> I don't know how I got hooked on this on YouTube and it's basically like. Um, it's it's pranks like this, but it's in Portuguese. Mm. It's in it's in Brazil. Yeah, and the show's called like Tepegi. It's like it's like from like the nineties, and so I feel like mm. those ones are more real authentic because there wasn't shit like that happening. You know, it was like their real cameras doing it, and it was on the TV show that they would like. Remember the show that our parents would watch called Sabado Gigante? It, yeah, it's kind of like that. You know how they do skits like that, but some of it. It, it looks some of it looks pretty real because a lot of it's like jump scares that they do, and some of it's funny. Yeah, I, I like that because you you know what's a real, like if somebody comes up behind you and like like screams in your ear, it's gonna make you jump, right? It's gonna freak you out. Yeah, some of them like that. There's other ones where they tried to like do it after that I watched too, and you could tell they're set up. Like I've seen some of the people get pranked like in different skits. I was like, oh mm. come on, like like you can't get the same person, you know, you know, getting mad, and, and it, it just. So some of them, like I said, I, I agree with you. They, a lot of them are set up. But like I, I said, I got hooked on that Portuguese one, and I've learned some Portuguese words because I had to look them up. You know, so you know some of the stuff. You know, it, some of the words are like yeah. in Spanish, right? So I can kind of piece some of it together. Yeah. And like some of the dialogue, I can piece together by some of the words that they're using. I was like, okay, you know, I get every third word, I can kind of put the sentence together. And some of them, you know, 
the words don't match up at all. So then I'd have to look them up. But I mean, again, some of it's funny. Some of those are funny. Again, these are the old ones, right? This is stuff from like the 90s before, um, you know, it was like, you know, they were getting likes, right? And I know it was for a TV show. Yeah. And it was okay. Like I said, I, I get I get hooked on watching yeah. those. But yeah, there's just too many things. I'm pretty sure a lot of those, I'm pretty sure a lot, some of those. Were I'm staged, pretty sure so. they were too. I, I wouldn't uh, doubt it. But I, I, I never, I, I've never been a big fan of the prank uh, shows because they, like I know, like I said, they, I think a lot of them are staged, and they're just kind of, uh, it's kind of dumb. I, I, to me, I just find it, I don't find them that entertaining. See, I, <laughs> the only reason, I, and the reason I like it is because I used to work with a guy, and I used to prank the shit out of him all the time, <laughs> things like that. <laughs> like, like I, I like. Like there was one time, like we'd have to, he had to go into the office, and we didn't have like this was like 15, 20 years ago, and I remember like we didn't have like there was no like steps or anything in f- to, at the front doors, and the front doors were like hard, mm-hmm. like solid, like like all like metal, so it wasn't like they weren't glass or anything. But, <laughs> but I remember, I remember he had to go in to get something from his desk, so he went in, and I pulled up the van, you know, because I was driving us around. I pulled the van all the way up, like maybe just a couple inches from the door. So he tried opening it. Mm. He slammed it open. It it went back and hit him right in the face. (laughs) Oh shit! Yeah, I mean, it wasn't like super hard, but it was just like it scared him more than anything. You know, things like that. I would, I would pull on him. You know, shit like you know. And I know that if I had like a camera, because I'd be like laughing. He'd be like, "Fuck you!" You know. (laughs) But it wasn't like anybody like he wasn't gonna die or anything. But they were just I like pulling pranks on people. So, I. Yeah, I can. I get it. I, like, I, I think some pranks are funny, you know. Like if it's, there's, they're like harmless yeah. ones, or but not not when I wouldn't. Yeah, I'm pull okay a, with those. I wouldn't pull out a weapon and and, and see, yeah. you know, Will see you the... pull like knives out on on, on people in the yeah, streets, no. or you know, just faking like just doing stupid shit that's gonna, for gonna get you shot. You're asking yeah. for trouble. I mean, if it's that's, real, that's yeah, it's just ridiculous. But I mean, again, you know, people are so desperate for likes, right? This is the world we live in, where people have to have likes and they have to have, you know. You know all this attention, so yeah, be like us. We I know. Yeah, like we only got three listeners, but we're here. Yeah, every we're day. here for those three. We're here every week. Those three are here. <laughs> here for you. <laughs> if we did this for likes, we would have been. Done oh a long fuck time yeah! Ago. I would have been selling out. Big time, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I always get people asking me, like, "Hey, do you do your show in Spanish?" I'm like, "No, man. There's, there's not a lot of people who are probably." dive in if he did in Spanish like you should do it in Spanish they go you're white what the fuck do you care oh, okay yeah you're right he's like shut the fuck up <laughs> you're like this is America America yeah I know this is America god damn it alright so we're gonna take a break and we come back we'll do uh, I Can't Believe It's Not Google see you guys in a little bit Okay, it's I Can't Believe It's Not Google, where people from the internet ask us ask us for advice on love, life, and sex, and everything in between. So Sam and I listen to the problems and bless them with our infinite wisdom. It's not good advice, it's not bad advice, it's just our shitty advice. So this week we have Andrew from Utah, and he says, My girlfriend has a problem with hygiene. She can go a bit long without showering to where B.O. builds up pretty bad. Whenever I try to mention this to her, she gets upset and constantly cites the rule of, if it can't be fixed in 20 minutes, don't say it. Does that mean... I just can't mention it. Also, she she almost never blows her nose properly. <laughs> she, she just <laughs> the fuck? She, she just takes the nearest blanket or cloth object around her and blows her nose. What? I personally find it gross, but again, she gets upset if I mention it. How do I bring these issues up without causing too much without causing her to get too upset? Well, <laughs> I think the best way for her to understand is for him to go run a mile, go bike another 20 miles, and then come in and tell him to blow her, blow him while he's all sweaty, you know? Oh, he's all sweaty. Yeah, and see if she likes it, if she has a problem with it. If she doesn't, then she's blowing you, fart in her face, and it's it's see if it bothers her. Because this bitch, what the fuck? Like, how can you blow your nose on anything? I know that's just gross. That's that's not even hygiene. That's well, just disgust. Yeah. Well, that's the first problem. Like, if you can't fix it in twenty seconds, don't say it. What does I've that never mean? even heard of that. I was I was wondering what that. No, 
I've 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 heard that, but it's it that that refers to like let's say like you have an interview, uh-huh. right? And like, and like okay, your zipper's unzipped, and I'm like okay, hey, your zipper's unzipped. You want to zip that up before you get yeah. in there? You can fix that gotcha. real quick, right? But like you go in the interview and there's like coffee on your sh- on your you're shirt fucked. and there's a stain. You can't. You're fucked. You don't <laughs> just don't mention it because it's just and like you don't know it. So if I tell you that, it's just gonna bring your confidence level down because you don't, you, you know, exactly. You know that shirt. You know that stain. Exactly. There. That's what that. That's what that's. Okay. For. Okay. Um. Fair. Um. But that doesn't go with what she's saying because she could easily just fucking take a shower. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm curious. What was this guy's name? Uh, Andrew. Andrew. Why is he even with her? Like, is she hot? Does she look like really that, good? She's got to be really hot in order to have these like personality traits and. Hurt him wanting to be with her. I mean, I, she's either hot or she, she sounds fucks like a, good. Must be. I don't know. But maybe she does all those nasty things because she apparently doesn't give a shit where she's doing or what she smells. Damn. Like. <laughs> I. She's like she'll I, she'll lick the asshole. She'll go into you I, know I can, do I can all those things that. I want to Maybe do. I should date her. Um, <laughs> 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 I mean, just just for science purposes, just just so I can take notes and figure out what's going on with her. That's it. Yeah. Um. I don't know. It just yeah, just hose her down before you get there. God, like, I don't, I don't know why you wouldn't want you know good hygiene. I think that's, I feel like it's one of the first things you learn when you become an adult. You know, yeah, don't stink. I, 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 I could be with someone who's not who's a little less attractive who has really good hygiene. You know, there's, there's women that they're not like, they're not ugly, but they're not beautiful. But they do it, you know, they they present themselves yeah, well, take care of themselves. And well that kind of yeah, they take care of themselves. They smell, they smell nice. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they do their hair real nice. And and I've seen women that aren't as attractive, but because they do that, they they seem more attractive. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would take one of those over someone who's more attractive but acts like a fucking pig. And I I don't think I'd, I'd I would pick the one that's a little less attractive. Just think about it though, man. If if she's like that, can you imagine how messy you can be too, though? <laughs> like like you can. <laughs> Like you, like, you can leave the dishes like everywhere. Free range, boxes of pizza free, all over the place. Like, yeah, you don't you don't have to even be like a human being exactly, anymore. Exactly, man. Giant slob. Yeah, you could be like a whole slob, man. You can be a sloth. Oh, it sounds like you. Sounds like you're into this. Like you, you can go into. Uh, I don't know, man. Just dating a a, a crack whore. Crack whore sounds alright. Doesn't ask me for anything. Because <laughs> I won't give her anything. Just crack. Oh, she's she's only asking for crack. You know. Nope. But hey, sucks to mean dick. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> no, man. I don't. No, I don't know. I that, I think that's too. That's too gross. I I don't like that. I don't even like being dirty and you know being around a woman. Like I don't want her to be around me. I, I get self conscious with that. So I can imagine. Like I don't know why this guy would be with her. What's the point? I think he needs to move on. Like there's there's no reason to be yeah. with this girl unless he's just as dirty. You know, he must be if he's willing to well, put I mean, up he, with it. Well, he, yeah. Well, he has a problem with what you know she has. I mean, maybe she wasn't always like that, but now she's getting comfortable with Come the relationship. That's, that's a different level like, of comfort, eh. though. That's like I'm giving up on life. That's like <laughs> maybe she's at that point. Maybe at the time, you know, she was doing well, and then, and then right now she's just in a bad place. But I, it just bothers me. I think what bothers me most is that it, when he mentions it, like she gets so upset about it. Yeah, like like how how dare you say that? It's like you know. You know, I understand certain things you probably shouldn't say, you know, like, like if a girl's got gray hairs, you shouldn't be like, oh, you know, look at you. You have gray hair, you know, out, yeah. things like that. You're getting old. You don't yeah, age. exactly. But, uh, but maybe it's the way he's saying it too. Yeah. Maybe he's just like, fuck you stink. You, I mean, you skanky. Well, I mean, how are you get, how are you supposed to say that though? How are you supposed to tell a woman, Hey, you stink. <laughs> like, like, like all you have to do is like, Hey, I think you need to take a shower cause you're not smelling too ripe. You know, you smell pretty ripe. So. It sounds like no matter how he says it. How he presents it, I bet she's gonna get mad. She's gonna act like she's getting. You're an asshole. Offended. You're an asshole. It's like, or whatever you can't. Whatever you can't. What was the saying? Can't fix in twenty seconds. That's (laughs) your fucking response. Can't fix in twenty seconds. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think he needs. I don't know the 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 nose the nose blowing thing kind of really. That's disgusting. I don't think I could. That that just kind of pushed me. I would be like, yeah. I can understand somebody getting some bo every once in a while because you know. But you know, put some deodorant on. Mm I, I get that sometimes. Sometimes I get caught, mm-hmm. you know, forget my deodorant. Sure. 
Yeah, it happens, but, right? That, but that's that's a rarity. You know, you do your best to yeah. you're, you're cognizant of, of your smell, and then when you're like that, you you really don't want people around you, right? You're not trying to like be yeah. like, hey, let's have sex. You're not slapping high fives, and yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know. But but I mean, not caring about the way she smells, and then you know, blowing your nose, man. Like, what's what's that all about? <laughs> like, some that, that's just kind of yeah. I that would that'd be uh, that'd be a deal breaker for you. That'd be something for a breakup. Yeah, I'd be I'd be like, yeah. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> Take your booger ass out of here, <laughs> sticky ass. Get get your get you and your fucking snotty blankets. You oh take them out of the God. house. I'm not fucking. Can you imagine that? that? You're like sleeping in the blankets, and, and you feel all these dry boogers on there. <laughs> <laughs> all these knots rubbing all over you. Ah. You're trying to adjust a blanket. Oh, you're trying to get warm, and all these dry boogers like right where your face is at. <laughs> some of them got oh, some blood okay, in it. We're done. From, from we're a done. Bloody nose. <laughs> we're done with the show. <laughs> This segment <laughs> cut it, cut it short, cut it off. It's Game over. All right, man. Game uh, over. Show's over. Show, show's over. We're gonna wrap it up. Uh, stay tuned for the after show, <laughs> the dark web. We're gonna be talking about the dangerous oh, Nevada triangle. Uh, we'll see you guys in a little bit. <laughs> if you enjoy the show, please go to iTunes, Stitcher. Google Play, or wherever you're listening, and give us a good rating. If you want to share a story or have ideas for a future episode, you're welcome to visit us at www.wewontheinternet.podbean.com. We look forward to hearing from you. Welcome to the Dark Web. The WWTI Studios After Show. All right, thanks for everyone for coming back to the dark web. We're talking about today, we're talking about the dangerous Nevada Triangles. I don't know if you've heard about this. I hadn't really heard too much. I mean, we've talked about you know the the Alaska Triangle, obviously the Bermuda Triangle, the you know the one in Japan. But this is right here again, the United States, and this Nevada Triangle forms from Las Vegas, Nevada, in the southeast. To Fresno, California, to the west, and up to Reno, Nevada at the top. So the Sierra Nevada mountain range stretches 400 miles from Nevada to California, and it's located right inside of the Deadly Triangle. Okay, so this big mountain range. Now, there's three famous parks inside of this triangle, which is Yosemite, Sequoia, and Kings Canyon National Parks. So the section of land that spreads over 25,000 mile wide <clears throat> is is total desolation. Right, it's that's what mm. mainly makes up this triangle. So. It kind of feels like if you get if you get stranded there, man, you're fucked. That's all I gotta say. How come they're always triangles? How come there's never squares? Like, deadly why is there not a rhombus or, like, or an octagon? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you ever, yeah. Why they they always call them triangles? I don't know. I, I know. I wanted I wanted like a dodecahedron or something. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like a yeah. Da- the dangerous dodecahedron. See that rules. It does, man. That just like sounds perfect for a show on TLC. <laughs> the deadly dodecahedron. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I can see that. So, <laughs> so the problem with this place in the, in the Nevada Triangle is it's like I said it's treacherous, and the areas make it extremely difficult, if not impossible, to find plane wreckages. So that's what mainly the topic is. What happens here are a lot of plane wreckages. So over sixty years, mm-hmm. about two thousand planes in this really very very sparsely populated you know wilderness have crashed and disappeared. So that's basically an average of three disappearances a month, and. Mm-hmm. On top of all off, the plane crashes have occurred under strange circumstances, like where many of the crashes occur with no definitive reason. And like I said, the wreckage is just never found. It's like it's some of it seems like they just disappeared into thin air. Yeah. So, you know, the area might be visiting it might be you know sort of odd as pe- people generally feel like the triangles like on another planet. It feels kind of like <clears throat> just like another world there. I, I don't. Have you ever been? I know you go hiking sometimes. Have you ever like been to an area where you just kind of feels like it's just really different from everywhere else you've been? Like, uh, you know, I've I've never had that. I I went about about a few months ago. I went on a little hike, and I I was by myself, and I went really deep. It was like a big like circle, but I went. It was like at the farthest point away from like where the parking lot was. I was like mm-hmm. out there by myself. I didn't have a weapon on me, and I felt I kind of felt like by myself. And I that was like the first time in a long time I felt like holy shit, like I'm. <clears throat> I, I'm, I'm like at a disadvantage here. Like I don't know where anything is around here. If I get off this trail, I'm fucked. 
and it just it just felt weird. And then the wind started blowing, and all these leaves started falling because it was like fall. And I was just it just yeah. it just felt really weird. I don't know how to explain it. I'm not saying it was creepy. I'm just saying that I just kind of felt like I was away from civilization, like really far away. I don't know. Yeah. I've but I've I've never gone hiking alone. So maybe oh, okay. that might be yeah, that's probably it. What causes it? Because like I think that if you're by yourself, you have more of a your mind can start wandering. More of a yeah, you're right. Mike, start wandering. You'll have more of a perception of what's exactly. around you because you know. But like I said, you feel a little. You don't feel as safe because you don't have that exactly. Other and then I felt even worse because I, I felt stupid. I was like, man, I don't have a knife. I don't have a gun on me. Anything. I was like, oh fuck, I'm fucking stupid. But that's besides the point. So uh, it also doesn't help that this, you know, this area, in the triangle, like uh, it, it's within the limits of Area 51. So we all know about Area 51. I'm not going to go into that. So, but a theory for the planes going missing is one of the theories is that because, you know, of Area 51, they think because, you know, it's a lot of that area is, you know, off limits to the public. Maybe the planes get shot down, right? If they're private planes, they get shot down Um, Mm. because of Area 51 as well. They think that maybe aliens, you know, maybe they've been seen allegedly flying around there. Maybe they shoot the other planes down or just completely destroy them. Mm-hmm. Right, they feel like those are maybe contributing to the you know the plane wreckages. But I'm gonna go into a few of these plane wreckages that are kind of mysterious. So February 18th, 1969, in Hawthorne, Nevada, Airlines Flight 708, it was nicknamed the Gambler Special. <clears throat> the Gambler Special. Mm-hmm. It was traveling from Long Beach to Burbank and then to Hawthorne with 35 people on board to go party and gamble and stuff. So that plane just disappeared. Now, during the search for the plane, five more people died. So eventually, the wreckage was found. Oh, really? Yeah, they just they like died like out out in that wilderness, you know, getting lost, you know, falling down off like little cliffs, things like that. Mm-hmm. So eventually, the wreckage was found at Mount Whitney, which remember I told you was the highest mountaintop. But there was no evidence mm-hmm. of any mechanical or electrical malfunctions. So the reason for this crash, they still don't know why. It's still unknown. Now, that was in 1969. In 2011, a guy hiked to that spot, right? That was the spot that was known for the wreckage. And he, he found, like, a tube of lipstick on the ground, mascara, which was still wet inside, and slot machine coins. It's kind of it's kind of weird, but... Yeah, that's weird. Yeah. So, in, like, an earlier calamity occurred December 5th, 1943, when a B-2 bomber disappeared. Now, this was a routine flight from Fresno to Bakersfield and then to Tucson and back. And the plane was carrying six people when it vanished. Now, two of the crew members got away. They parachuted off the plane and they survived. But right after that happened, it disappeared. Searches started the next day. And there was nine B-24 bombers looking for the missing B-2. So one of the bombers went missing during the search and wasn't found until 1955. So basically, 12 years later, at a Huntington Lake Reservoir, when the reservoir was drained in order to make repairs on the dam. So 190 feet below the water, the crew members were still sitting in their stations inside of the aircraft. Right? They just, they just died right there. And they, the survivors stated that the pilot must have thought that the water was frozen enough and he was going to land the plane like it was a good place, but it wasn't. Right? They just fucking went down and they, they just died where they were sitting. Probably froze hypothermia. Mm. Yeah. <clears throat> so the B-24 bomber that had originally gone missing on December 5th was finally found in July 1960. When the geological survey researchers found the wreckage in a near lake that is now known as Hester Lake. So again, these planes are just kind of going down, really without any reason. Um, in May 9th, 1957, another military craft went missing. So Air Force Lieutenant David Steves was flying a T-33 training jet from San Francisco to Arizona. Nor him or his plane were ever found, and he's, he was declared dead. But 54 days later, he showed up to camp in to a camp in Kings Canyon National Park. So his story was something that something in his plane exploded, so he had to eject. Right? He didn't know what it was, but something went mm-hmm. off. So upon la- landing, he injured both of his ankles and had to crawl more than 20 miles in freezing temperatures at high altitude for 15 days without shelter or food. So he, he oh, yeah, wow. so he took his parachute with him because that was his only blanket, right? His only thing that could keep him warm. Yeah, his only... Yeah, keep it from the Yeah, audience. exactly. So he eventually found an abandoned national park cabin and where he found some food and he was able to fish and hunt until he had you know enough strength to continue on his on his hike. So twenty years later in nineteen seventy seven, some Boy Scouts found his canopy of his jet 
but his wreckage never found. Mm. Yeah. August 1964, trained Marine pilot Charles Ogle took off from Oakland and vanished on his way to Vegas. Him and his plane never found. Um, in 1941, Lieutenant Leonard C. Lighton was flying his Army fighter squadron over the mountains when he had a parachute from his plane. So he landed within a mile of where he saw where he saw he witnessed his plane go down. And that was in the remote Sequoia and Kings Canyon National Park, right? So he landed and he saw his plane. He's like, oh, there it is. I can see it over there. I can make my way to it. So he tried to get to the wreckage, yeah. but he couldn't find it. He said to him, it was as if it had vanished. And to this day, they oh, that's so yeah, weird. to this day they still haven't found that wreckage. So the last one I'm gonna go over was this guy, um, well-known pilot named James Stephen Fawcett. So this guy had famous. He was famous for various world records, and he was the first person to fly solo around the world nonstop in a balloon. Right? He was. This guy was an aviator. Right? He. He, he was he knew what he was doing again all, all these guys did right they're not just gonna let anybody fly but this guy was the most famous I guess so on se- September 3rd 2007 he was flying a single engine Balanca super decathlon over the Great Basin Desert when he disappeared now other plane wreckages were found when they were searching for his plane but after an extensive search his wreckage wasn't found right so eventually they said they just called the search off like we just can't find it so a year later, a hiker found his ID cards in the wilderness, and a few days later, his crash site was found 65 miles from where he had originally taken off. The month, another month later, two bones were found about a half mile from the crash site, which tested out to be his. Post-testing of the wreckage never showed any equipment malfunction. So again, he just went down too. Now, here's what, here's what a lot of people think happened, and this to me seems explainable. This, this is understandable mm. what happened to these planes. So the region's jet stream combined with a wedge shape and <clears throat> with the wedge shape and high sheer peaks of the mountain range create downdrafts and volatile winds called mountain waves. And these are extremely dangerous to the small aircrafts, which are a lot of these guys are, are flying besides the B2s, but this this phenomenon of weather can basically toss planes to the ground, right? It seems like it could just slam them down. So Oh wow! Yeah, so less lesser experienced pilots might not know how to handle these furious winds, and that could probably cause a wreck, right? Mm. Uh, Another thing was microbursts. They they can also be a problem. So microbursts are small downdrafts that move opposite than a than a tornado, and common during very and are common during very strong thunderstorms. So their strong winds can last a few seconds to several minutes, and they can knock over trees. That's how powerful they are. So they, they can rush down at 400 feet a minute or more, and then they bounce back up even faster. So think of like a like a basketball. You know, you, when you drop it down, when you push it down, it goes down, but it comes up kind of harder. That's what yeah. these winds are doing. So if you're a plane flying like over that and it hits you, it's just gonna fucking knock you into a tailspin, I think. Hmm. But some of the pilots who who have not died. Who, you know, who have made it through. And I'm not, and again, not saying everybody dies. You know, think of like the Bermuda Triangle. It doesn't mean everybody who goes through there dies or disappears, but it's just a place where a lot more people do. But experienced pilots also claim that compasses go haywire and plane ignitions just fail just for no reason. I'm not a pilot, so I'm not sure. I, I'm assuming those winds can, I don't know if they can knock out plane ignitions, but, you know, if none of that shit, if nobody wants to think that those two things make sense, I just say aliens. See, say aliens <laughs> the ones fucking abducting these people or shooting down their planes. I think it's Jawas. All the Jawas could be doing it, huh? Yeah, because that's you know that's how they that's why they don't find any parts left because the Jawas yeah take it all. Yeah, they do. It's in the desert, yeah. right? So that's the only logical step that I can think of. Well, you solved it, Logan. Good for you. <laughs> fucking things of wash. These fucking people know what they're talking about. That's why we have you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're welcome, everybody. Yeah, yeah. Everyone, you're welcome for Logan. <laughs> 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 no, I, I just think it's interesting, though. That's that's kind of crazy. I I think I'd be kind of a little bit scared of with all those winds. I don't mm. think I'd want to like. Yeah, the, yeah. Those those sound pretty fucking. Terrible. Yeah, <laughs> I really don't. I don't like you know turbulence. Scares me. Uh, and yeah, I'm not a big f- fan of flying, so that would that would scare me from especially those little planes. Mm-hmm. Dude, they they'll bounce everywhere, even without turbulence. Yeah, exactly. Like no thanks. 
I don't know, man. I, I just and I, and again, it's all wilderness too. There's a lot of wilderness and a lot of trees and things like that. And anything can be lost out there. It could like never be yeah. found. That's that's crazy. No thanks. Well, no thanks. All right. Sounds good. Well, that's enough for the internet for tonight. Uh, thank you everybody for joining us in the bunker. And the world doesn't end by then. We'll see you guys next week. Bye, everyone. <laughs>